Hello and welcome to the Q York podcast. It's great to have you with us today and we hope that as you listen, you'll be inspired as we continue on our shared quest together. This podcast is entirely free and yet it's not cheap to put together and wouldn't be possible without the generosity of our supporters. So if you consider yourself a supporter of Q, then please head to qyork.co.uk and hit donate to show your support today because there really is no Q without you. Thank you and enjoy today's message. All right, so how is everybody tonight? Happy Christmas. I like Christmas. And uh, if you think we're celebrating something that had its origins pretty close to 2,000 years ago, and I think whatever you are in your journey of conviction about the existence of a God, the divine, whatever, I think what grips humanity is the idea that whatever presence there is, if that presence would humble itself, himself, herself, however you wish to put it, to participate in the process of this thing we call humanity, I think that carries with itself a wonderful appeal. And in essence, really, that's the whole Christmas story. How it would have looked if it had happened now is probably more like this than it would have done in our little traditional nativities. One thing I do hope is that uh, unlike as is our tendency these days, that you will pay attention, not just tonight, but to the whole message of Christmas, that your heart will express the idea of peace and goodwill to all men, which I think whatever your persuasion, we can give a big yes to that. On a practical level, I'll talk a little bit about this later, but um, it, Danny mentioned on the opening video that um, we wanted to, to, to express our spirit somehow to give to something. And so I'll talk to you a little bit later about this, um, about this uh, all people free. Um, what I did want to warn you of is that in the middle, when we've had the video and stuff, we are going to dare to take an offering. We are going to dare to pass the basket. Now, I don't want you to feel under any pressure. See, marketing works like this. All marketing works like this. It makes you fear that you're missing out on something, or it makes you afraid that you've done something wrong or not done something. So all marketing says to you, we, sh we show you a starving child in Ethiopia to make you feel this child is starving and it's your fault. That's how marketing works. We're not going to do that tonight. I'm going to rely on your good spirit to say, I think we all want to help people, and this will be our one opportunity. None of the funds are coming to us at Q. They're all going uh, out to all people free, and whatever you give, the church will also match that anyway to make sure that we bless them. So I'm just giving you that warning. So if you're putting like 10 notes on, on a check... You've got plenty of time to write that out. Also as well, if, if, if you're not prepared and you get touched by it, you want to do an IOU, grab one of the forms in the pew there and a pen, write something on there. And as long as you swab the thing then around your, your mouth so that we've got your DNA imprint, we'll take that IOU and we'll honour it. So be blessed. Have a wonderful night tonight as we just celebrate the spirit of Christmas. Christmas. 
All right, as we sit here uh, warm and blessed tonight, I just want to talk to you for just a minute about old people free. Um, if Christmas is about anything, it's not supposed to be about receiving, it's supposed to be about giving. And um, if you're like me, you realize that a lot of the giving that happens at Christmas is, is uh, might be things that we want. And sometimes, particularly if you're a guy with the socks and hankies things, things that you don't want. But mostly, it's certainly not things that we need. The current um, statistic of December 2019 for the population of our world is 7.8 billion people. 36% of whom live in abject poverty. And more than half of those in the developing world have to survive on less than $1.25 a day, less than one pound a day, about 90 pence a day. So tonight we thought we'd just like to take the opportunity to present to you a little opportunity to give to part of the world that is in that poor section that, that, that we can give something that, not that they want, but something that they actually need. And so I want to bring to you tonight the, the, the chosen charity that we want to bless. It's called All People Free. And All People Free, you'll see a little video in a moment, is working in Pakistan. Now, here's the issue. We cannot possibly help the 3.75 billion people who live in poverty in our world. We can't. It's not possible. We can't even help a million of those, or a hundred thousand of those, or a thousand of those, but we might be able to help a few and make a difference to their lives. Now, All People Free is working in Pakistan among the slavery that exists in the brickyards in Pakistan. It's a horrendous situation where people are kept in poverty and kept in a way that they can never get out of the cycle of poverty and the small children and the parents and the aunts and the uncles all work in the brickyards and can never get free. Hard labor for next to nothing, a subsistence thing. This charity, All People Free, has focused in on that need to set these people free from the slavery and the poverty that they are in, in the brickyards. The ultimate objective is to actually buy the brickyards in Pakistan so that those brickyards are owned by people who will honour and bless and treat correctly the people who are currently enslaved and have no way of getting free. Now, as far as this charity goes, I know the guy who's the chief exec. His name is Ben Nichols, and I know Ben very well. So this is not a charity that we don't know about, where your money's just going somewhere that you don't know. Ben takes no money out of that. There is no highly paid chief executive. What you pour in gets poured out into those brickyards and ultimately the goal is to set these people free and give them hope and give them life in life. So we're going to invite you, we've got a short video and during our next song we're going to pass the baskets. There's no pressure but if you would like to be a blessing to them tonight, please give and please give generously and everything you give as I said before will be going to help set these people free and give them hope and give them joy when there is no hope unless people People like me and you say, I will give. So Klaus, great movie. Raises some questions over not just if we give, but why we give. Whether we give to get, or more important on there, whether we do what we do to stay off the naughty list. 
because of all the concepts we have about that, or the other one that I like, whether we are giving to get one-upmanship on someone else. My gift's better than your gift. So I wanted to take just a minute to, uh, at Christmas time, talk about my grievances, because I think it's a good thing. See, here's my first one. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or nice. And on that basis, Santa Claus is or is not coming to town with coal or with gifts. Now, here's my problem. Here's my grievance. Some of you and a lot of society, and particularly this institution we call the church, has confused Santa with God. And so we transfer the idea to the divine that he's making a list. He's checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or nice. The reason being, going back to Terry the turkey, that we then think that the consequence is that we are destined to be put in the oven, put in the fire, or as the church calls it, hell, and be baked, because that was our destiny. That's my grievance, that whoever has told you that has confused Santa Claus with the God of Jesus. The God of Jesus does not have a list that he's checking twice to see who's naughty or nice, but just like the story of Christmas, he indiscriminately, undeservedly, whatever, unconditionally is one who expresses his love to humanity to say you're in you're welcome you're good I've got this here's my second grievance Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer is not politically correct because he had a very shiny nose and it's not appropriate to define Rudolph by the one factor that seems to be his disability. Very shiny nose. And um, the problem is, of course, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, and, and, and even in the night, it glows. So the whole thing, this is like, you know, drawing attention to the thing where we're all uncomfortable, when it's like, when you meet Rudolph, don't mention the nose. Which, of course, the only thing you can see is the nose. That's my grievance with this carol. And if you saw it, even you would say, it glows. Now, all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. And they wouldn't let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. That's discrimination. That's bullying. That's cruelty. But then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? My question is, what if it had not been a foggy Christmas Eve where Santa needed a reindeer at the front with a glowing nose so that he could see where the heck he was going? So the favour that was bestowed upon Rudolph was not a genuine 
favor. He was being used for his disability, never mind in spite of his disability, because Santa wanted a red beacon at the front of the sleigh. This is not appropriate. But get this, then how the reindeer loved him. Well, you would, wouldn't you? As they now shouted out with glee, oh, Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. Ask kisses. <laughs> Just because Rudolph's now Santa's favorite, all of a sudden, all the other reindeer... Oh, Rudolph, you're just the tops. We love you, Rudolph. We laugh and we shout with glee. You'll go down in history. Just because they wanted Santa's favor by acknowledging Rudolph, who'd now been put at the front for precarious reasons for the glowing nose, it's not appropriate. It's not kind. But some of you have confused God to be that. And yet he takes each one of us and values us for who we are, for what we are, applauds us, embraces us, and shows us kindness and shows us goodness because that's the heart and that's the nature of the God of Jesus. And it's the message of Christmas through Jesus, one of welcome, acceptance, love, kindness, and belonging. And that's the message to you today for you to embrace. We've got one other little video, and I need to, it was this quote I wanted from, from um, Home Alone. You see the old guy that meets him on the film, I want you to note this line when he says it. There's a lot going round about me, but none of it's true. My Christmas message to you about the God of Jesus is, there's a lot going around about me, but none of it is true. <laughs> He's not got the list. He's not using you, abusing you. He's accepting you and loving you for who you are, not who you should be because you may never become who you think you should be, but that love comes through to you. I want you not to believe the lie that confuses God with Santa Claus but I want you to believe the truth that comes through this wonderful baby who's the manifestation of love and kindness to every man, woman, boy and girl in all the world for all the ages. Thanks for listening to another Q York podcast. If you've been inspired by what you've heard today, then why not email us at info at qyork.co.uk and let us know who you are and where you're listening from. We love that you're listening to us and we'd love to hear from you too. Did you know you can also watch all of the talks from Q on our YouTube channel? Just go to youtube.com forward slash Q Church York. We look forward to having you with us again soon. Until then, enjoy the quest.